Levels, levels. Levels, levels. So are you going to do your line or what? Oh, uh, I thought this was the silent cold open this week. Why do we want to do that? After last week, do do you really want to go there? Yeah, that's fair. Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prems, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Jet lagged or something. I don't Conference lagged. I don't. Is that a thing? It I don't. Is. That is absolutely a thing. Yes. I mean, I only, I'm only two time zones away, but from normal, but I, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm every, good. I'm here. Every time zone is a day to recover. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good news. Tomorrow I'll be fine. I'm also leaving tomorrow. Oh, that didn't work. Nope. Poor planning on my part. So is this, is this the first time we've ever done this where you are on the road and I am also on the road at the same time? It kind of feels like that. Yes, uh, it that's entirely possible. I think, yeah. like when you were in England, I was at home that entire time. Yeah, I think so. And when I was at England in England the other time, yes, I think you were also. Yep. Yeah. I this this may be the first all remote remote recording, which which does mean that the entire podcast is completely reliant on Marriott Wi Fi. Oh boy, Marriott Wi-Fi. When you absolutely, positively, probably, maybe, uh, won't get a recording done. <laughs> so, should we talk about that a little bit? Because last week there were some issues. I don't think there were some issues. I think there was an issue. Oh no, no, no! So here's the thing. Yeah. If you remember, when we were recording, you crashed. Oh, Twice. yes. Thanks, Eli. Yeah, that's right. Right. Well, I didn't crash. My browser crashed. My recording crashed. I was fine. You, yeah, Yes. Twice. Thanks, Eli. So that generated three different files. Mm. Three times Todd. That's got to be better. I mean, that's what more do you want? Talking three Todd. Because forever is just too short. Exactly. What are we waiting five? Let's get going. The so it generated three different files, and did it sequence them in the right order for you, or did it put them all at the beginning? No, it. Well, it only when I went to produce it, it only took take one and mine Mm. and the soundboard. It did that, 
And then when it got to the point where you cut out, yeah, because I enabled the, the feature. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, you're still at zero listeners, just like Iowa Falls. Okay. The sure. Because I enable the feature that removes all the blank space. Yeah. And long pauses. When I wasn't talking, it thought it was just a long pause. So then it didn't, then it screwed up the timing on my mm. segment. So I yeah. couldn't just go grab your other segment and drop it in over the top. I had to grab your second segment, all of my segment without being edited and your third segment and the soundboard and then layer them together so that it all lines up for the last, let's say 10 minutes of the show. Okay. As I was working through that, I then paused cut number one mm. and muted yes. it in my, in my tracks. Cause I had all of the tracks laid out so that they would go from one to two, to two, to two, to three, to two, to soundboard. None of this is making any sense to the listeners, but anyway, I muted track number one and then I exported it and had to, had not unmuted track number one which is why the first 45 minutes of last week's show were silent. Now there was a positive. Well, there's a couple of positives. The big positive was when it, when the episode downloaded before you texted me, I looked and uh, <clears throat> the show was only like 20 megabytes because silence compresses really, really well. So the file was really small, downloaded quick. That should have been a warning. That mm -hmm. should have been a red flag for me. So here's the other thing. The other thing that I turn on yeah. is the removal of words, like filler words. What do you mean? So here's the thing. <laughs> that won't show up. And this moves into actually a little bit of follow-up because when we spent the section talking about actuallys, yeah, what was left was just actually. The TV actually. show wasn't called I'm um, Actually. It was called Actually. At which point I then had to go back in and record me saying um, and then drop it in every place that the damn computer had removed the ums. Last week was an editing nightmare. <laughs> you know, better living through computing. Yeah. But it all started because you crashed twice. Yeah. Not your fault. Yeah. We blame Zencaster. We got an explanation this week when we logged into Zencaster as to what was going on and things apparently with Google Chrome weren't playing well together and causing hey, hey, the only yeah, the only web browser we support we now have a problem with. Great. Awesome. Appreciate that. Good work, fellas. Get what you Well, we actually I say you get what you pay for. We are actually paying for this service. Yes, yes, we are. So, yes. yeah, we. we yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, I'm paying for this one. You pay for the website. Yeah. 
Lord. Okay, so where were we? Uh, I think we should probably start the show. Have we done the theme? Theme is the theme is open. Has the theme been opened? The theme has been opened. Okay. All right. Where are we at? Feedback, follow up, and updates. Yes, let's do that. Okay. You said when we were uh, oh when I played Todd guess a number at the end and snuck it in through the back door because of the loophole that I exploited. Uh huh. Uh huh. Amy and I were listening together. She looks at me. Really? Uh-huh. I enjoyed Todd Guess a Number. I thought that was really interesting. How about you? That may have that may have been the reason why my browser crashed. I don't think we should ever do that again. We can't rule it out. So we should be on the safe side for your sake. For the for your sake in editing, we should probably never do that again, just in case that's what triggered it. Is that what Lisa said too? I don't. I um, you know I'm going to say yes. Anything that has less guessing numbers, she's all in favor of. So I, I'll. She did not say that, but by the time I check in with her, I can probably get her to agree to that. Yeah. Uh, I. I don't think I caught anything else this week. Nope, and I didn't either. Uh, I think after the whole uh, download and then no episode and then re-download, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think I have anything either. Oh wait, I had one item from the idiot toddlers. So Doug texts me with a daughter about to turn thirteen. I submit the following to continue aiding you in your DraftKings wagers. <laughs> Uh, and this is a picture of a Hawkeye bedroom set. Non-scoring bedroom sets now available. <laughs> and he wrote, visual joke for an audio medium, always the best. And I sent him back a picture of a Bears bedroom set with the note that said, same joke, only on Sundays. And apparently now also Thursday nights. <laughs> So there was that. I was just thinking, if Brian Ferentz ever gets fired, and he won't because his dad's the head coach, he he could probably go on the circuit as a motivational motivational uh, celibacy speaker. And then his talent for uh, making sure that other that other people around him don't score would would actually be in high demand at that point. <laughs> You know what, Brian? Steer into the swerve. Just you know what? Just steer into the swerve, dude. Lots of lots of um, cons- small conservative Christian schools. I'm sure, he's very popular there. Yeah, all kinds. Of, yeah, yep. Scoring is overrated. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. We pride ourselves on defense. <laughs> so should you. Uh, how about how about under follow up? I had no I had no um actuallys. Okay, so I I labeled this one fishing for felonies. <laughs> so is this a follow up on the on the fishing contest with the yeah fish that were with the, with the lead weights that were put into the fish? Yeah, and the allegedly fish, the fish in the fish, kind of like a hat on a the, hat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
So uh, the two the two gentlemen that were alleged to have that have cheated in the fishing contest, Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky, were indicted in Cleveland on felony charges of cheating, attempted grand theft, possession possessing criminal tools, and a misdemeanor charge of unlawfully owning wild animals. Okay. The Cuyahoga County Prosecutor Michael O'Malley said when in a statement, I take all crime very seriously, and I believe what these two individuals attempted to do was not only dishonorable, but criminal. This, again, came from a fishing tournament that happened on September 30th, uh, where when, the, when, the, when they were caught, the five fish weighed over 30 pounds. They cut them open and found that there were lead weights and uh, other, uh, I believe, they opened up the, I think they were walleyes, and they opened it up and found walleye fillets pushed, uh, shoved in there. Now, apparently, they were alleged to have cheated in a competition in April, also for walleye. Police investigated those cheating allegations, but the local prosecutor determined that even though the men might have cheated, there wasn't enough evidence to, to charge him. The, the head of the fishing the head of the fishing competition in September said I personally have never seen anything quite like this in competitive fishing these individuals involved to appear to have put in greed and ego in front of anything else forever tainting our sport and my thought is well then you're not really much of a sport at this point because greed and ego is pretty much what fuels all sports at this point so I- <laughs> Jim Rome built an empire on the phrase, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, yeah. So so after they got disqualified, the tournament organizers contacted the Ohio Department of Natural Resources. Wildlife officers went to the site where they collected the evidence. On uh, last Tuesday, they seized Kaminsky's boat. <laughs> The by the way, the misdemeanor the misdemeanor charge for unlawfully owning wild animals yeah. stems from the fact that they had walleye fillets inside the walleye they caught. So the the walleye fillets represent unlawfully owning parts of wild animals. I mean, anyway, they go down to Kroger's and pick them up though. Or they caught other ones, and then yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't know how they know that those were wild. You got to pay more for the wild caught ones. They face up to a year in prison and a twenty five hundred dollar fine on each of the three felonies. So anyway, uh, things are not looking great for them. Uh, I mean, they were they were in line to win thirty thousand dollars from a season long tournament thing. Uh, which is, I guess, where the attempted grand theft comes from. But uh, mm. anyway, uh, crime is so low in Cuyahoga County, uh, Ohio, that these guys uh, these guys are now going to have to face the music. Uh, and then the last thing, and I don't know if you need our other theme music pointed out. I, I'm just, I, I just, I read this story and I look at this and I'm like, they attempted to cheat and were caught on September 30th. By October 12th, they were indicted in multiple felonies. 
so it is possible. Anyway, going to leave it at that. Going to leave it at that. Two weeks. Two weeks. <clears throat> we need a hearing. We're, we need nine hearings. We need... <laughs> Oof, boy, Oof. that was not, wow. oh, oh, wow. Is it dark out already? Okay. <laughs> drop into the Oof. other podcast there. Oh, you, re- toddlers, you really would have enjoyed that dip into the other podcast. Boy, to- Todd went off. Oof. Wow. <laughs> oh, uh, what, what, what started that? Oh, fishing for felonies. That was follow-up. Oh, that's Fishing right. for felonies, yes. It, yeah. As long as we're doing this, do we need to go to this week in Favre as long as they're, as long as they're talking about felonies. You know, to be completely honest, I don't think I've read anything about Brett Favre this week. So that's what Brett calls a clean week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so if we're not doing this week in Favre, does that mean? Nah. We played the music. Are am I am I not going to have to guess a number this week? You, you know what? I had one all lined up, and then you mentioned that we played Todd guess a number last week, which I think lets you off the hook this week because we got to bring our average back down. So we played the best part of the game, the theme, <laughs> and now we can move on. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Can, how about how about uh, Todd's Tech Corner sponsored by the other Taylor Farms Family Foundation? Can we do that? Do we have time for that this week? Yes, and I like the fact that we got rid of the guess the number first, and then you want to go to Todd's Tech Corner. Now I know that that's what you that's that's the good stuff. Now you know it's legit. <laughs> yeah, that's how I know. <laughs> Just as a so Apple quietly announced this week some new products, iPads and iPads. Anyway, on Monday, uh, October 24th, uh, the newest version of Mac OS uh, will drop, as will iOS uh, 16.1 and iPad OS 6, iPad OS 16.1. So oh. uh, Monday the 24th, new software, new software for everybody. Good luck. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> that was underwhelming. We normally spend a whole lot more time. Well, there's nothing to announce other than the announcement of an announcement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Apple Apple didn't. I mean, Apple didn't have an announcement. They they basically tweeted, "Hey, stuff's coming," and they only meant new products. And then in the bottom of the song of the, they said, "Oh, and this will all be released on ten twenty four. So yeah, uh, so there'll be there'll be some upgrades and. And some new stuff, and uh, it'll all be so. So, if you're already upgraded your iPhone, this will go from 16 to 16.1. If you have an iPad or a Mac, then this is the first of the new software. Okay. So, this is the big the big jump for the iPad if you can upgrade because your uh, work software works or does not work, and and the Mac. So. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have issues with that. <laughs> Yeah, I got. I got to send an email. This is no good. I um. So I had a note in here, 
Do you have yep. you does your truck or do any of your cars have wireless CarPlay? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have any of those expensive cars that pay for the wireless CarPlay. And neither do I. But for our anniversary this week, happy anniversary, sweetheart! I got Amy and I dongles for wireless CarPlay dongles for our car. So you plug it into the port and then it automatically connects to your phone and you no longer have to plug in and unplug the lightning port. Mm, Okay. And how are those working? They are working amazingly. And I can, I can pass along. Then there are several versions of this out there. Uh, I, I did, I've kind of followed these for a while trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. And so finally pulled the trigger and got one for Amy's car and one for my car. And I'm having, well, I was really frustrated because everything was playing just fine. And then I went to go play talking to Todd and then it was quiet. I'm like, oh crap, what is wrong with this thing? (laughs) The problem was not the dongle. Dongle was working fine. Problem was the producer. And yes, I guess we've covered that. So, by the way, just just in case, you know, there, I mean, I think we're, we're working on at least two show titles so far. There's Fishing for Felonies, and uh, the problem wasn't the Duncan. Just throwing that out. That's <laughs> make, make the job of producing easier. You seem to be getting overwhelmed. So, I'm throwing some in the middle of the show, just throwing out some notes. So it's working, it's working really, really well. So I can, I will forward you the version that I got. Uh, and it's not particularly expensive. And so it just brings up, I mean, it literally brings up CarPlay on your screen, just as if it was plugged in, just as if it was plugged in. There is maybe a, a half a second to a second delay when you, like, if you push pause, like, we're listening to, we're listening to a bears podcast. Why? Well, (laughs) how many points did, how many, how many muffed, how many muffed punts did your team have this week? Oh, just, just the one. Just the, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Just, just the one that cost them the game. That's it. So we're listening to this Bears podcast and like it takes it's it's an hour podcast, but it takes Amy and I like an hour and a half to listen to it because we pause and then we have to yell at each, at the we have to yell at the hosts or we have to talk to each other about this, that or the other thing. But when you push like the pause button, it takes a second for it to actually pause. So there's a little bit of a lag there. And that makes some sense because. AirPlay 2, I don't know if it's using AirPlay or not, but if it's using AirPlay 2, uh, AirPlay 2 in general has a ha- about a half a second to three quarters of a second pause, even if you're like streaming to a smart speaker. Yeah. They, they, it's not great, but, but it is expensive from Apple. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're interested... This is really handy and boy, it's re- it's really nice to just hop in the car and have it automatically boom, there it is right there and not have to have it plugged in the entire time. 
yeah, that sounds that sounds good. That's and now that you talked about it, uh, you can write them off for our anniversary. <laughs> Amy, for our anniversary, you know what I got? Tax write off. You're welcome. It's the gift that keeps giving now and in April. Oh, should we go to should we go to the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week? Sure, we should do that. Okay, uh, I brought three, as I always do. You can choose huh? from these. Story number one: Trent Dilfer. Uh, okay. Story number two: Recycling. Uh huh. And story number. Why do I feel like that's just that's just you recycling one of your old ones and just renaming it? So I'll pick it. You'd have to pick it to find out now, wouldn't you? <laughs> and story number three, I'm thinking Arby's. Look, as as a, somebody who watched a lot, a lot of John Stewart, I'm going to have to go with one of his one of his biggest sponsors and go with I'm I'm thinking Arby's. So this story was published on the 17th of this week. Arby's is launching a bourbon that is smoked like its meats. Arby's smoked bourbon. We have the meats has become one of the best known slogans in fast food. We have the booze is slowly becoming apt for Arby's as well. The chain announced the release of Arby's smoked bourbon. The chain collaborated with Brain Brew, a distillery in Ohio, to craft a bourbon that is given the same treatment as Arby's smoked brisket sandwich. So incredible amounts of fat that'll clog your arteries. The co-founder of Brain Brew said, quote, we said, holy, we've been idiots all this time. The pecan wood stitches together the hickory and mesquite. It's just effing amazing. <laughs> like he called himself an idiot. How can I not include this in Idiots of the Week? So unfortunately, it's only available in California, Colorado, Florida, Kentucky, New Hampshire, New York, and Washington, D.C., and went on sale today. Aren't you in Florida? Hey, can you pick me up? Never mind. I can pick up three ounces for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, yeah, Arby's and their new smoked bourbon. Uh, apparently, uh, their curly fry infused vodka. I'm not making this up. Curly fry infused vodka was the last version that they rolled out. I was not interested in that. But I might actually be interested in sampling this. It, it does seem to me, though, like they got the arrow. They got the arrow wrong, right? You have Arby's on one side, Arby's smoked meat on one side, and you've got bourbon on the other. And what they've done is said, take the flavor from the beef and stick it into the bourbon. I, 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 think, I think you need to flip that and you want to smoke the meat with the bourbon. Oh. That's what you want to do. They abs <laughs> Yes, they went the wrong direction. I'm just switch the polarity, people. You got you, this. Is you, you messed this one up? Definitely on the right track. Just 
go in the wrong direction. Just just walk up to the whiteboard and just do that. Just he and then and then draw the arrow the other direction and go. I'm you're welcome. Consulting and then walk out. <laughs> You'll be getting an invoice. Well, I was just going to say. On the other hand, they probably also have the the, the meat flavored bourbon market pretty well cornered to themselves. So. How about you? What did you bring this week? So this, uh, what did I say? Don't draw lines in California. So a man in California, not a man in Florida, a man in California was, was fined $1,000 and given a cease and desist letter for drawing maps. So the, the California Board for Professional Engineers, Land Surveyors, and Geologists claims that this gentleman, he runs a website, and basically what he does is if you want to do, I bet you had to, did you, somebody had to submit like a, when you went to add your your addition onto your house, there probably had to be like a, a, like a drawing of your property submitted maybe to the city or something. Yes. Right. You probably didn't need a hundred percent accurate two scale drawings of exactly where your uh, property lines were. You you basically just had to say, "Here's the general version of my of my property, and here's the setbacks." And so, this guy has a website where if you need to do that, and it doesn't have to have your legitimate down to the second minute, second degree, whatever. I don't know. He basically goes, he goes to Google maps, pulls up your line and, and basically traces <laughs> what Google maps has to, to give you a map of property. And it specifically says, this is not surveyor lines. This is not for property disputes. This is a general representation because cities all over California require people to do this. Most cities even say, Hey, by the way, you, you can just draw your own map. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. We just need to see what's going on. Anyway, according to the California Board for Professional Engineers, Land Surveyors, and Geologists, quote, uh, to quote, depict the location of property lines, fixed works, and the geographical relationship thereto, unquote, requires a license. So, they have fined him a thousand dollars and told him he has to stop his business. He is countersuing, saying, first of all, no. Second of all, if you come after me, according to this law, if you, Dwayne, went out to and drew in Cali- if you were in California and you just drew a rough sketch of your house and the property lines around it. You too could be fined a thousand dollars in California because you are unlicensed. Oh, and also, by the way, every time Google draws a map, they would be fined a thousand dollars. Every time Apple draws a map, a thousand dollar fine. Every time Zillow drew a map of a property, would be a thousand dollars every time you did it. And he didn't feel like getting a license to draw a map because in order for you to get your license, 
you have to have a surveying license, which is six years of full-time experience in land surveying and taking and passing four separate exams and paying the $175 application fee. And he basically said, I'm just kind of drawn. He basically said, we're a tracing company, so I don't think we need to do this. Now, he might win this. Now, when you start saying we're a tracing company, Google might be coming after him for copyright infringement. So I'm not sure he thought this one through. But you know what? One legal battle at a time. Like if I need to know, at least in Iowa, if I need to know the general outline of my property, I can go to the county assessor's webpage and pull it up on a map and print that out. Yes. And if that, if that map wasn't in California, if that map wasn't done by an official surveyor, the county could be fucked. Gee, many Christmas. <laughs> they may have let this law get away from them. Yeah, Just no, to yeah. be real honest. <laughs> I, uh, I did not have to have our property surveyed because our house is new enough where I still know where the pins are because I had to go out one time well, before we put in the fence, because we have that we have a black wrought iron fence around the back property to keep Eddie from going out into the field. We had to know where the pins were so that we had the fence off of the property line by just enough to be compliant. Yeah. So yep. there you go. There's there's California law in action. And uh, don't don't draw lines in California. Clearly, <laughs> uh, I was delayed. How was how's your travel? You're on the road. I was delayed this morning. I I was my travel down here was fine. I I will say that. Well, it was fine. Um, I did I did I did notice a flaw. I I had to fly over over meal time and I had barely enough time for connection. So I got on the plane, I got on the, 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 the four hour transcontinental flight and I brought a little bit of something with me and I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to have to be one of those people that like I, whoever buys a snack box on Delta. Well, I'm probably going to buy the snack box on Delta. So, but I'm thinking, Hmm, I should probably look what's in them. So I go on the, on the in-flight entertainment system. Now, they had already gone over the speaker right before the. This is this is what happened, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The Ford uh, boarding door is shut, so we're gonna be ready here for takeoff. Uh, by the way, flight time is gonna be about four hours and ten minutes. Uh, oh, and the Wi-Fi is not working. Have a good day. So there was no Wi-Fi on the plane. <laughs> oh no, which is fine. Cool. We used to fly, we flew for decades without Wi-Fi. That's cool. However, when you go into the in-flight, so there's no more paper on the back of the seat telling you what menu items they have. You go into the in-flight entertainment system, and then you go about about my flight, and then it says menu. And I'm like, oh, cool. I will now see. And you click on menu, and it gives you a QR code. And it says, simply connect to the Wi-Fi. Look at this QR code, and it will bring up the menu. So now I've seen a flaw in their system, mostly because the in-flight entertainment system is loaded on the plane. Like it doesn't like they, it could have anyway. So now I'm down. I'm down Wi-Fi and I'm down a menu. 
okay, that's fine. I can ask the flight attendant what's in the box. One of them has like hummus and olives and one of them has like cheese or something. I don't, it was loud and I couldn't quite hear. So I got the one that didn't have the olives and hummus. Cool. Now I got my snack box. Came with some little gummy what? bears. Is that the one you got? Oh, came with the awesome gummy bears. Yeah. Those are good gummy bears. Oh, they were Those great. are quality gummy bears. It's Matter of right. fact, I would probably buy the box full of just the gummy bears. If they sold that, I'd probably buy that. And then I thought, well, you know what? It's Sunday night. I'm on a plane. No Wi-Fi. You know what I should do is I'll just take, I'll partake of the uh, live TV and I'll watch the Sunday night football game. Click, click, click. Huh. Guess when the Wi-Fi went out, so did the live TV. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's cool. I, I spent a lot of time looking through the in-flight entertainment system to figure out what the hell was working. Oh, could have watched American Underdog. Didn't. However, the other thing I noticed was in their somewhere in all of this, their, their marketing materials, they refer to themselves as uh, Delta, the most awarded airline. And I thought, now that's an odd way of putting it. I mean, because like in the movies, the Razzies are an award. <laughs> like, like people give out awards for the worst stuff too, not just the best stuff. And you're not, you're not claiming you're the best airline or the highest rated airline. We just have the most awards. The good ones or the bad ones? The most. From who? People. Organizations. Did, did they count? Did, did we give them a toddy last year? No, no. But I am thinking, based on that, I'm just going to throw this out. If we create, I don't, I don't know what it's going to take to get this title, but I'm going to say a thousand categories. And figure out a way for us to win every one, we could then become, welcome to Talking to Todd, the most awarded podcast on the internet. <laughs> anyway, there you go. There's my, uh, there's, there's, there's my travel stories. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I had to, uh, so perfect. I had to fly United this morning. Ooh, lost the bet. It's, there's a direct from Des Moines to Houston. And so this week I took the direct because I only wanted to spend one night in a hotel. That's cool. Real quick, just to recap, because most people didn't hear this. So you got to take a flight direct from Des Moines to Houston. Last week, how did you get home from Houston to Des Moines? Did you take the direct flight? I did not take the direct okay. flight. Because oh. <laughs> I was on I was on Delta. My I was supposed to go Houston to Detroit to Des Moines, which it's not great, but it's in the it's it's the second best Des Moines based the Delta option you could possibly do. Yeah, because I I didn't go to Minneapolis, so Detroit would be so, and I didn't go to Atlanta, and I can't get to Des Moines from Salt Lake, which would be the other hub. So, but my flight to Detroit was delayed to the point where. I was going to miss my connection by about five minutes. So they rerouted me through LaGuardia. <laughs> when I got your when I got your text that said, I'm in LaGuardia, and I went, okay. 
wait, were you in Houston going to Des Moines? Yes. How did you end up in LaGuardia? Yeah. And I'm lucky I did because that flight to Detroit didn't didn't even take off out of Houston until after the Detroit to Des Moines flight left. It was delayed by four hours. So I made the right call to go to LaGuardia. And then where? Home. There's a direct from LaGuardia, LaGuardia to Des Moines, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the places you can go. Yeah. Minneapolis, Minneapolis, <laughs> Detroit, LaGuardia, Atlanta. Yes. Wow. Yep. <laughs> oh, good for them. Good. But as, as I was, as I was saying, flew United this morning. Yes. Direct. Right. Direct. And so got in sat down. I mean, it was, it was a mess getting on. It was a, it was delayed getting, we were, we were a little delayed getting on. And then there were people in the aisle, all of the overhead bins were full. There were people in the aisle moving other people's bags in the overhead bins to try to correct. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, I mean, I, I have when the, when somebody has put their small briefcase and laid it down, I have been known to take the briefcase and tilt it up. Yes. To put my suitcase in a bit. I haven't re I haven't reallocated anybody's bags, however. One guy reallocated a bag from the left side of the plane to the right side of the plane and two rows up. <laughs> and then they closed the doors. And then a guy in my row, not on my side, but on the other side of the plane, gets up because he has to use the restroom. Okay. (laughs) And he is insistent. And so they let him go. 614 departure. It's now 619. He's not back from the bathroom. 620, he finally comes back from the bathroom. Our flight did not take off until 7.03. So flight attendant is handing out coffee and snacks and whatnot up and down the aisle. And so she gets to my row and I say, can I ask a question? Sure. Were we delayed by an hour because that guy had to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Did we miss our slot? Did we did we miss our slot? Exactly. And she just bust out laughing. Handed me two stroop waffles and said, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Don't tell anybody I gave you two. <laughs> and we had to go de-ice. It wasn't his fault. I'm like, sure it wasn't. Oh, that's what they call that. We got a de-icing situation in row 12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I was, I was delayed it. They made up some time in the air and I ended up getting here by only 30 minutes after I was supposed to, but whatever. By the way, speaking of de-icing this morning in Orlando, it was a balmy 51 degrees. <laughs> Oof. Did you, what happened to that? Did you bring a coat? 
I had I had a sport coat, oh. so that 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 was close close enough. Close enough. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you watching anything good? So I'm gonna I'm gonna break my I'm gonna break my rule. I'm gonna talk about something we started watching. Who knows if we're gonna finish it? We did watch episode one of Andor. Okay. In the brief time that Lisa was home before I left, have you have you watched this yet? I on, have not on Disney Plus. I have not. So, so the interesting thing is, a lot of people, a lot of people. Anyway, sorry. Uh, a, a lot of people are saying like this. This is like. Whereas Mandalorian is good and fun and everything else, people are talking like this is this is the first prestige Star Wars series, like depth and tone and whatever. We watched the first episode, and we'll probably watch a couple more. I, I'm just going to be honest. There's part of me that just goes. I, at one point, I thought, man, can you imagine if there were Star Wars TV series? We could have Star Wars all the time. And now I'm like, can we maybe have less Star Wars? I don't, I don't. So there's, when you say prestige, is this like Downton Abbey meets Star Wars or Game of Thrones <laughs> meets Star Wars? What, what, what exactly? What's the difference? I that's an excellent question. I don't know. I haven't read the rest of the articles. Every people on podcast just said this is really good, and then we watched it. And actually, Lisa, Lisa's comment was like, "Man, Star Wars is a like the Star Wars universe is a really terrible place to live. <laughs> like every planet is terrible." I mean, at least this time we're off the damn desert planet because that's uh, we. If we never go to a desert planet again in the rest in the rest of Star Wars, we do not need any more desert planets. We're good. We got that covered. It's an entire universe. It's a galaxy, and we keep going to the same one planet over and over again. That's good. Well, that's because we don't want to go back to Naboo. <laughs> Miso say we go back to Naboo. <laughs> God. Wonder, wonder what the automatic podcast producer is going to do with that. But at the same time, I do have to say every planet, every if you're not on a desert planet, every planet looks the same, which is it's dark. It's always crappy weather. Everything is broken. Like, anyway, I might, I, I, I don't know. I Somewhere here, like, could, could we, could I'm not saying that we need the super uplifting Star Wars story, but I yeah. anyway, Andor, it's on. <laughs> How about you? What are you watching? Well, we f- we finished She-Hulk. Okay. Uh if you if you can live with the fourth wall breaks, I enjoyed it. I we thought it was pretty good. Apparently, She-Hulk in the comics is known also for being very meta and breaking the fourth wall in the comic books. Much like Deadpool, this isn't... Uh, I, I don't know. We enjoyed it. So, But we finished that one, so we can check the box. Just wanted to report back there. Several weeks ago, we 
referenced two different episodes of the West Wing. Yes. So I've started in watching, season two. In season two, I started watching the West Wing again. I'm about three quarters of the way through season one. So I just finished uh, Celestial Navigation. Okay. Which is the one where CJ has Wood Canal. <laughs> I had Wood Canal. So have you already have you already gotten past the is it block of cheese day? Oh have yeah. you already gotten past that? The first yeah. they've done the first big block of cheese day. Yes. Yep. Yep. So some some good stuff there and and more good stuff to come, but I still crack up. What do we got next? Oh, wow, we're at that point in the show, aren't we? <laughs> what did we learn this week? So, so I'm I'm on the road going to a going to a conference. Uh huh. So it's been a couple of years since I've been to an in person conference. Got got the whole got the whole show floor, the expo, got the speakers, got the uh, Coach K was one of the was one of the speakers. They rented out a theme park for us to uh, to go to last night. Uh, including food and drink and a lot of free beer for people, apparently based off of the volume of the bus ride on the way home. Anyway. <laughs> Sessions start a little late this morning. The The morning session wasn't as well attended as the last couple. Uh, yeah. To be completely honest, the 9am, uh, the 9am talk uh, was, was there were plenty of seats available. Yeah. Which which was fine because to be completely honest, if you uh, let me let me say this, I, I've heard him on some podcasts and stuff. If, if you have a chance to hear uh, General David Petraeus in person, uh, don't. But that's I rock me, Dave Petraeus, Dave Petraeus, Dave Petraeus. <laughs> Co- Coach K knows how to work a crowd. Uh, the former general and head of the CIA uh, does not. Um, anyway, that which is fine. It's fine. Anyway, um, all I'm going to say is here's what I learned this week is, and I think I texted you at one point. Uh, I, I was two days into this thing, and I'm I'm overwhelmed. I'm done. I'm done. The I'm walking like the amount of. First of all, they had a trade show in a place that they don't have one facility that can fit all of this. So they have three facilities located nice distances from each other, uh, walking outdoors in Florida. So, uh, there's, there's lots of walking. As a matter of fact, uh, after I figured out on day one, uh, how much walking was involved, uh, Monday, the first night after doing that, I went back through and looked for sessions that involved a hell of a lot less. Oh, that looks interesting. Where is it? Nope, not doing that one. This one doesn't look as interesting, but it is close. That's the one I'm going to. So you do this often, and uh, I made it two days before I wanted to cry. So anyway, that's what I learned is, uh, damn, I, I don't, good, good on you, because this is insane. This is just insane. Anyway, that's what I learned. Which building are you in? I don't know if any of this stays. Where? Which? Which properties are you in? Uh, we're in the Dolphin. 
the Swan, the Yacht Club. Yes. Yeah, those three. The the new the Swan and Dolphin and the new one. And uh well the Yacht Club, which if I'm honest, if I'm gonna be real honest, it inside it it feels a much more like plantation than yacht club, and I think they just did a rebranding. If I'm just yeah. And and then lots, not lots, but multiple large tents then set up around the property because to handle oh yeah. Like all the all the food is in tents outside and the main conference center is in a tent outside and all the one-to-one sessions with the with the analysts are in another tent. So there's there's tents and there's walking and walking right through the hotel lobbies and uh-huh. this morning this morning there's those of us that are dressed in business casual to a little bit more than business casual walking along with the dude with his swim trunks and uh, apparently a sweater, but it's not a sweater. He's just not wearing a shirt and damn, and a towel over his uh, shoulder in 50 degree weather. And he's just out, you know what? He's on vacation. It's Florida. So he's not wearing a shirt. He's got a sweater on. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, can you fit this many people? Sure we can. We'll figure it out. Blue Zoo is really good. Uh, Shula's is also very good on those properties. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That was we made a when last time I was in Orlando, we made a trip uh, and had dinner at Shula's and had drinks at Blue Zoo. Um, is Shula's on site there? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're staying off property. Yes. Because you needed a government rate and you didn't have any of those. Yes. Oh, that, yes. We talked about this. Yeah. So I'm conveniently I'm conveniently located at the Spring Hill Suites in the Marriott Village. That's not too far. Depends on which route the bus takes. Oh. <laughs> what did, what did you learn this week? This story broke this morning. I wasn't sure whether or not I was going to include it. And maybe I shouldn't. Meghan Markle was on a podcast this week where she talked about how she was, before she became a duchess and before she was an actress on Suits and in other things, She was a suitcase girl on Deal or No Deal. Hmm. Okay. And how before she was a suitcase girl, she was an intern at a U.S. embassy. And the juxtaposition between how she was valued for her intellect at the embassy and how, let's say she was valued for other things when she was a suitcase girl on deal or no deal. And it was really clear what the expectation was on deal or no deal. The thing that I learned was Meghan Markle was a suitcase girl on deal or no deal. Like, really? That didn't seem right. And then. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I mean, you sent me a picture of 
to be completely honest, I look at that and go, is, is that Meghan Markle? It could be, maybe not. I don't know. Is that like, this is where I feel like this is a John Oliver bit where you go, you send me the picture and then you go, does that look like Meghan Markle? Because it's not, it's not. <laughs> okay. Because it's this one, but it's not, <laughs> you don't know what she looks like. <laughs> I was, I was going to, until I um, realized that this, had you heard this story? Did you see this that this no. story hit the okay? Because I was gonna I was gonna introduce a new game called True or False, and I was gonna make a statement and then have you try to determine whether or not. And I was gonna okay, so we're we're gonna play true or false. Todd, here's the statement. Meghan Markle used to be a suitcase girl on deal or no deal, true or false. True? It is true. But it's one of these going, you go, really? Well, that doesn't seem right. And yet it was. That music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. No Gino space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. You can also, if you happen to be in Naperville, you can check out our Naperville trains. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187, the other Taylor Farms Family Foundation, and we did do their segment this week, and DJ to go Cedar Valley. Doug didn't send me any money this week. so. And as always, you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotod.com, even though no one does that. Todd. So earlier you were telling me about wireless CarPlay and how cool it was because you didn't have to plug anything into your phone. In order to make that happen, all you have to do is buy a wire that you then plug in, and then you can don't have to have the wires to plug in. Yes. Sad thing is, is that as an Apple user, uh, that makes total sense to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. God, we're sheep. <laughs> Guess what? There's another announcement about that coming out on October 24th. <laughs> Sign me up. Oh, I'm sure we'll have something to clean up next week. <laughs> we'll do it. We're here. We're talking to Todd. I think in last week's episode, not only did we have problems at the beginning, I'm pretty sure the theme went down and there was two minutes of silence afterwards and we kept letting it go. And Lisa kept waiting for me to say something pithy. <laughs> and after a minute, she's like, are you kidding me? Oh, last week's episode should have been titled The Sounds of Silence. <laughs> so just to make it easier for you to edit, <clears throat> something pithy. <laughs>